Hey, hey, what's up, guys? It's Jordan with the Laundromat Resource Podcast. This is show 61, and I'm done. I'm done. I'm not done with Laundromat Resource. I'm not done with the podcast. But today, I'm pumped that you're here because I'm going to tell you what I'm done with and why I'm done with it and what we can do about it. And this is not the show that I was anticipating on launching, uh, but I'll get into why I am doing this show today and how this came about and why I think it's so important if you have anything to do with the laundromat industry right now, or if you're thinking about getting into this industry. And this is something that I don't hear anybody else really talking about again. And I uh, I don't know. I just think it needs to be talked about. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm, uh, I'm done, man. It's not happening anymore. So we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but real quick, I just want to remind you, we have webinars going on every single week. And I just want to remind you about one that's coming up on July 1st, July 1st at four o'clock Pacific time, seven o'clock Eastern time. And that one is going to be with Alex Joukowsky from Sense. He was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And Awesome, awesome interview. Very cool, very cool company. Got some interesting things going on. A lot of you guys I know reached out to me and reached out to them uh, to hear about what they're doing right now within this industry. And uh, this should be a really cool webinar. So even if you're not in the market for some kind of business management system, uh, it will be a good one to come. Just talk about what's going on with the future of this industry. So you can check that out at laundromatresource.com slash events. Again, that's July 1st. Uh, and, but also we have uh, we have webinars going on every single week. So come join us for those. They're free. They're always live and in person. So get excited about that and come join us. Sign up for that one. It's going to be a really, really good webinar. Okay. Enough of that. And uh, you know, we, we have an ad that we've been running. Um, yeah, I call it an ad, but really, I mean, it's it's something that uh, that I really believe in. That a lot of you guys have already jumped on board, and I'm not going to play the audio of this ad. It's for Atmosphere TV. It's um, man, it's incredible. Let, let me just say this: I'm going to put a link to you know the the events. I'm going to put a link to Atmosphere TV and everything else we talk about in the show notes. If you're on YouTube, it'll be down in the description. The show notes are at laundromatresource.com slash show 61, show 61. Um, So check all those out. But let me just say this about Atmosphere TV. If you're a laundromat owner and you don't have Atmosphere TV, just get it. Okay. Just go get it. Um, the link down below will give you access to it for free. They're going to send you, um, an Apple TV to hook up to your TV and that will be free. And so just sign up for it because it's going to, uh, revolutionize your laundromat. Um, I know a ton of you guys are already using it and, uh, you know, I'm using it. It's, it's awesome. So just go do it. Okay. And if you're looking to buy a laundromat, just plan on having it in your laundromat when you get it. Okay. Enough of that. Cause I really want to jump into what we're talking about today. Uh, because, well, let, let me just back up a second and tell you where this episode came from. Okay. So, uh, recently, uh, last week, I, my brother sent me a text. He's like, Hey, masterclass. If you haven't heard of masterclass, 
pretty cool. I'll put a link down below. Um, there's a bunch of courses in masterclass that you can take. It's it's pretty awesome. So uh, anyways, he texted me and said, hey, they're having a Father's Day special um, where you know if you buy one, you get one free to give as a gift. Um, you want to go and have these. So we went in and have these for masterclass and I started checking out the different classes. A lot of cool, cool classes from everything across the board, um, including if you're a chess nerd like me, they have chess class. I think Gary Kasparov uh, teaches that one. Anyways, there's there's a ton of stuff on there from a lot of different, um, pretty well-known people in their niche, right? So the first class that I took was by an author that I've read some books um, like Drive and Win. And there's, uh, I forget the one on selling, but anyways, I'll put links to all of these down below too, because they're really, really good books um, by Daniel Pink. And uh, so he was teaching a class on selling and I consider selling a pretty weak spot for me. Um, I'm just not very confident in selling. And uh, I was like, you know, I it would probably be a good thing to invest a little bit of my time into learning a little bit more about selling. I've read some books on selling. I've listened to podcasts on selling. So I thought, you know, I'll take this masterclass and see what I can glean from that. Maybe get a little bit better. That's my goal. Every time I'm, you know, watching a video or reading a book or a blog post or what a magazine, whatever, uh, just get a little bit better at whatever, you know, they're talking about, do a little bit better job. So, um, so I started listening to it. And again, I have a little context with him. I, I've read a couple of his books. Very good. Again, links down below if you want to check those out. But um, <clears throat> this masterclass, he started talking about what I uh, what I now know is a relatively uh, well known and basic economic principle called information asymmetry. But for me, I'd never heard that word before, and I'd never really heard that concept before. And as he started describing what information asymmetry was in terms of sales, uh, it really, really uh, hit me pretty close to home and it hit me pretty hard. So he went on, you know, the way that he kind of introduced it was, you know, there were some studies about, you know, what's, they asked a bunch of people, what's the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word sales? And like something like 20 out of 25 of the, the top words were all negative. And, you know, I think pushy was the number one word by far and like slimy, sleazy, those kinds of words came up a lot. Um, and uh, they, you know, they asked, you know, what's the, what, what picture comes to mind when you hear the word sales? Um, you know, and it was generally speaking like, you know, a middle-aged, you know, man who's, you know, like a used car salesman type. And they're saying, interestingly, it was never, not even one time did the image of a woman come up in sales. So I thought that was kind of interesting too, but not super relevant to what we're talking about here. So uh, he was saying that, you know, that whole image of sales, you know, a lot of it came about because, you know, a pre, pre, we have access to information about anything pre internet. Uh, there was what was called informational asymmetry. And basically what that means is one side of, uh, a, a negotiation, one side of a, uh, you know, a sale has more information than the other side. So maybe they're like the expert, they know everything there's to know about whatever. And, uh, you know, that the, the per generally the buyer relies on that information to make an informed decision, which gives obviously the salesman, uh, a, a huge advantage to be able to, 
influence and direct the sale in the way that you know they think it should go, whether it benefits the buyer more or the seller more or both or whatever the case may be, right? But that makes people feel like they, you know, they're at some at the you know they they rely on someone else. They don't have control over the situation, right? Well, then the internet came about. And information was available anywhere. So he was talking about how, you know, I got a friend who's a, who's an ER doctor and he, you know, he, he he's complained to me about, man, people will come in and say, Hey, here's what I think is wrong. You know, I went on Web, WebMD and I did all this research. Right. And he was saying, you know, we, there's that informational asymmetry is not present in a lot of places that it used to be present anymore because we have so much information now as buyers that you know even though a seller may have more information than us we generally speaking have access to a lot of that information well here's why it really hit home with me uh, originally and then the more i thought about it the more it started hitting home with me and you know just kind of fair warning for anybody listening to this podcast out there today's episode i'm just going to try to be blunt okay and i'm just going to kind of speak my mind as is and you know it's as much to communicate my thinking about the state of our industry as it is to provoke a discussion. So I'm going to head over to the forums, laundromatresource.com slash forums. I'm going to go to the laundromat forum and I'm going to start a forum discussion and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I'll put a link to it in the description in YouTube in case you want to come over and chime in. But I really genuinely want to hear what you have to say about these things that I'm talking about today um, because you know I, I, I don't think that I'm... I, this whole principle is brand new to me. So I don't think that I'm necessarily uh, an expert on this, but I wanted to share this because I, it really provoked strong thoughts and feelings in me. And I'm in conversations I've had with other people I know will identify with this. And some of them are very influential people in our industry. So here's how it originally hit me was, man, that was totally my experience when I bought my first laundromat, right? And a lot of you guys have heard my, um, my story. And, um, you know, if you haven't, you can check out, I'll link to a couple. I've been on basically two, I've told my story on two different episodes. So I'll link those. Um, the first one is episode one. So if you want to just go check that out, you can hear, um, my, my story in the podcast. Um, but I'll link to those. But my story basically is I didn't have information. There was total information asymmetry going on when I bought my first laundromat. I relied solely on the broker because I didn't know. There wasn't a ton of information I could find online. And I didn't know anybody else in the industry who could really help me out. And I couldn't find anybody. Um, and so that did not turn out well for me. Um, and I ended up losing a lot of money and suffering a lot of heartache. Um, but that so so that really hit me there and i was like man and that's still happening to a degree to people i still talk to people in my coaching and consulting i still talk to other owners who that's happened to or something similar has happened to you know them where they were kind of sold one idea of what owning a laundromat would be like and it turned out to not be the case for them okay so that's still there um a little bit there's some great brokers out there i'd like to think i'm one of them but there's some other really great ones out there so that's not all brokers are going to take advantage like that but the one i ran into did okay so that is how it originally hit me 
But then I started thinking more about our industry. And I, I think that there is a culture that has tried to protect within our industry informational asymmetry and where a, a select select experts or select uh, in crowd has information that has tried to kind of keep it, I guess, out of the general population's hands. Now, th- this is going to sound strong and I'm, I'm going to use strong uh, words to kind of communicate the point. Um, and I think it's I don't. I don't even know that it's necessarily intentional, um, but I do think that you know when I talk about our industry being in the dark ages, I did an episode about um, data and using data, and I've talked about how we've been kind of in the dark ages a little bit in our industry. Well, I think this is another way that our industry has really lagged behind the rest of our society. Um, where there's not um, you know informational transparency throughout which there there should be I think um, so I'm going to give you a couple of kind of examples of this and I'm going to just again be blunt and and I want everyone to hear this as I want our industry to be better I want our industry to move forward to get to the next level and I think by saying these things it will cause all of us, to really confront some of these things. And maybe they're not true. Maybe we confront them and I'm I'm missing the mark here. And, and I'm totally open to that. But maybe we confront them and see some ways that we can kind of get better uh, with this. Okay. With all that said, I want to tell you that I am done having some of the conversations that I've been having and hearing some of the conversations that I've been hearing sort of behind closed doors or being private conversations, because I think there's this growing frustration that's building and nobody's really communicated this publicly that I've seen or that I've heard. And I think it needs to be said because it's brewing under the surface with a lot of laundromat owners. And uh, and I and I do mean kind of a lot and a lot of well-established owners, well-respected owners. And I think that uh, you know, by saying this, my hope is that we start having conversations around this. Okay. So I want to have the conversation here with you. All right. And I want, if you, if you can, I don't know who you are, where you're coming from, what perspective you're coming from. Maybe you're brand new into the industry and you're like, what am I getting myself into? Right. Well, don't, don't be scared away. This is just some kind of housekeeping business, but I think it'll be interesting for you to listen into if you're not in this industry yet. Um, okay. So just, you know, by way of housekeeping, let's, if you, if you possibly can try to hear me saying what I'm going to hear from my desire to further our industry to keep us you know elevating our industry to keep us moving forward in this industry okay cuz that's my desire my desire is not to put anybody down my desire is not to you know attack anybody um, but i do want to say some specific things about some specific groups of people and and my hope is that it's for the betterment of those people it's for the betterment of laundromat owners and it's for the betterment of our industry as a whole okay so i, I want to start um okay I, I kind of already mentioned my story with brokers and i think that there is 
there's some problems with our brokerage system. I think in general across the board, but especially I think in our industry, and there's not really any accountability to agents. There's not really a rating system for um, agents or brokers that I'm aware of for our industry specifically. And maybe that's something that Laundromat Resource can do uh, down the line is that way we can identify who the good people are. Like I want you to work with the best people you possibly can. I want to work with the best people I possibly can. And in, in order to do that, I think it'd be helpful if we communicated with each other who the uh, who the best people are to work with, and well, you know whether that happens through Laundromat Resource or some other, uh, you know, some other venue. That's fine. Uh, my again, my goal is not to, you know, have Laundromat Resource necessarily be the end all, be all of everything. But uh, my goal is more to uh, help people get into this industry the right way the first time. Because I always say, sky's the limit if you do that. To help. You know, owners optimize their businesses. So not only are they making more money, but they're also, you know, we, we are also um, serving more people in our community and serving them better. And also to, to help us laundromat owners scale our businesses. If that's something that we want to do, not only again, so we can make more money, but also so that we can serve more people, provide value for more people. Okay. So, uh, all right. I, I want to. You know, so the brokerage system. I mean, that's that's one thing that I think needs to be worked on. Um, I don't necessarily know uh, if there's a platform out there that both can and will be willing to set up a rating system for agents or brokers. Um, I I know Laundromat Resource would be willing to. I don't know that we have the you know the the traffic you know, frankly, yet to be able to do that and the authority to be able to do that. But maybe down the line, that's something we'd be open to. But I want to talk to and about distributors for a second. Now, I want to say right up front that I know a lot of distributors and I'm not specifically addressing um, distributor salespeople. Um, I have a lot of friends who are distributors. In fact, I'm a business partner with a really great distributor. I think distributors can be a huge asset to your team in in buying a laundromat or in upgrading your laundromat. Um, And so this is not to put down distributor salespeople. What I want to address though, is the distributorship model. Okay, and I think there's a really big problem with the distributorship model, and it has to do with this information asymmetry. And it has to do with price transparency. There is no price transparency when it comes to uh, laundry equipment. There isn't any. You know, even the sleaziest of all sleazy, you know, traditionally speaking, uh, used car salesman type thing, you know, even that industry has figured out that it does not serve anybody, not the customer and not the salespeople to, you know, to have this dynamic of, you know, one person having more information than the other. And currently in the distributorship model in our industry, there is no way to find out the price of equipment unless you go talk to a distributor they work up a quote for you and if you want multiple quotes it's uh, it's quite a, a bit of work it's quite a bit of effort to 
to get all that squared away, right? And you know, even in the used cars business, you can go online and find a a price on a used car, right? And they've been able to figure it out. Why can't we? Why can't we? And the reason I bring this up um, for is for a couple of reasons. Number one, I, if you are a distributor out there, um, and again, I'm not talking to the salespeople. I'm talking to the owners of these companies. I just want to, you know, in, I'm sure you're aware, but in case you're not, I just want to let you know that that is a dying business model, and hopefully. You are in the process of figuring out a different, better way to do business with laundromat owners. Because right now, this is not a beneficial model for laundromat owners. And that turns out that it's not a beneficial model for distributors either. Okay. So, and if you're a laundromat owner, I just want you to know that this is not a beneficial model for you. Um, for, for us to not know how much equipment costs from one, you know, geographical area to another, from one, you know, uh, you know, one brand of equipment to another, that is not a good thing for us. That gives the distributor a lot of leverage over us. And, and, you know, that's not going to change apparently unless uh well I'll I'll talk to you about how I think we can change that as owners but I just want to put it out there for distributors it would be a good time to be thinking about different ways of having this having a better business model um if you find yourself in that shoes because that is a dying business model and your business will die if you continue to try to operate that way I don't think us laundromat owners are going to stand for it too much longer. And there's already conversations happening behind the scenes about different ways of doing it and, you know, quote unquote, disrupting, for lack of a better word, that model. So I just, I, I feel like that's not been said anywhere. I've never seen it said anywhere. And um, I, I just, I want you to know that I think that owners will be served better with more price transparency. But also, I think it's better for the distributor business um, if there's more price transparency. right? So that's one way that this information asymmetry has presented itself in our industry. And it's not the only way. Now, I, I want to again say, because I want to address the Coin Laundry Association, they're kind of, they've kind of been the gatekeepers of information in our business for a very long time, um, like decades, I'm, I'm sure. Um, so, but, but I think that there's some problems with the CLA. But I want to preface this by saying I'm not opposed to the CLA and I'm not even, yeah, I'm not against the CLA at all. And in fact, I hopefully I have shown that because I had, you know, Brian Wallace, the president and CEO of the Coin Laundry Association, here on this podcast. I also, you know, along with Dave Laundromat Millionaire Mins, uh, did a live Q and A on my uh, Laundromat Resource YouTube channel uh, not too long ago. And so I've invited Brian Wallace and the CLA and CLA board members onto the podcast. Um, so. I'm not opposed to the the Coin Laundry Association. With that said, I I'm disappointed uh, to just to be frank, and I know that I'm not the only one. And there's a lot of grumblings about this kind of under the surface, and especially with uh, a lot of owners that are pretty well connected in this industry. And there's uh, 
some discontent there. And I want to bring it up not to diminish what the Coin Laundry Association is and what it's done for our business. I think it does some great things. A couple of things just to kind of, you know, lead off with some positive is I, you know, they Brian Wallace and, and the CLA advocated for laundromats during you know, during this last pandemic stuff to help keep us essential. And during the quarter crisis, um, you know, from what I hear that they, they were in there, you know, speaking up for us, which is awesome. Um, and then, you know, also I really like that they do, you know, they, they take polls and surveys of laundromat owners and, um, make that information available for purchase. Um, which, you know, again, if you go back to the, uh, the episode I did on on data and the importance of data for us as laundromat owners, um, you know, having data like that can be super valuable. So, uh, so I do think they're doing some great things in that regard. However, uh, there there's just some things that I'm pretty disappointed in, and and it's not necessarily only the actions. Um, there are some specific things that I'm disappointed in, but it's also kind of the mindset. And I'll explain what I mean by that in a minute. Um, but I also, you know, just kind of go back to the distributorship model. I, as well as yeah, other, I, and I don't want to name anybody because, you know, it's, I, I'm on the spotlight, right? If I'm wrong about this, I am willing to be wrong about this. If I need to be corrected, willing to be corrected. Um, and, and nobody else needs to be in there, but there are other people who feel this way too, just, you know, so. You know, just so you know, it's not just me kind of going crazy over here. But you know, I, I feel like the Coin Laundry Association has been for a very long time in a in a position where they could advocate for owners in terms of the distributorship model, and they've chosen not to do that. And I'm sure they have great reasons for that. But it makes me and others question how much is the Coin Laundry Association an association for laundromat owners? And how much is it an association for laundromat owners, but that first serves vendors? And I, I say that full well knowing that that is kind of an upsetting question to ask. And I know that f- full, full well that you know the Brian Wallace, the members of the CLA will probably be offended by that. However, I say it again in the hopes that we can have a discussion about this and try to hash this out because I think if that those conversations are happening behind the scenes, if they're happening kind of underground, it's not going to do us any good. But the conversations are happening and they need to be brought to light because if they're not brought to light, it's not going to help us as an industry move forward. And my whole goal with all of this is to start addressing some of these issues to help move us forward. So I say this full well knowing that it that is kind of an offensive question and and I understand uh, anyone who might take offense to that. Um, but I say it anyways because I think it's important that we discuss about it. And again, I want to invite you to come have a discussion. Anybody uh, who wants to join this discussion, um, head to the forums, laundromatresource.com slash forums and uh, click on the laundromat forum and come join this discussion. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this and everything that I'm talking about today because I think it's important discussion. Okay. But I want to give another example. I have a few different examples that I could give, but I don't want to like harp on the CLA, uh, but I want to talk a little bit about 
my perception, and it's again, it's not just mine, but but I'll speak specifically of my perception of the CLA in terms of um, the mindset that I have observed, or at least that I've perceived to have observed um, with the CLA. Okay, and I'm going to use an example that again, I'm going to I'm going to use it full well knowing that this could very well sound like me whining or complaining. Um, and, and I'm going to say it anyways, and I'm going to say it knowing that it's not going to make me look great. Um, and that's why I'm using this specific example. Because again, I'm not trying to harp on distributor model or coin laundry association. I'm trying to help move this industry forward. right? So I'm going to share this example because I know it doesn't make me look great either. Um, but I want to share it anyways in, 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 in illustration of my perception of the mindset of the CLA. And when I say the CLA, I don't mean necessarily Brian Wallace. I mean the CLA in general. And that kind of includes members of the board. Now, when I hear um, always, always, this always comes to me from second party. It's come from from different sources um, who you know are reliable sources. But when I hear about you know things that are said about me or about laundromat resource, um, a lot of what I hear is who is this guy? He came out of nowhere. What you know? Who does he think he is? Right? And there's kind of this air of. You know who's this new guy? And to be perfectly honest with you, I think that's a legitimate question and a legitimate perspective because I did kind of come out of nowhere. Um, I I have no, I mean, I own a couple of laundromats, but I have no like credentials or anything like that that you know would justify me having any kind of like real influence in this industry. And I acknowledge that I did kind of come out of nowhere. And you know, from what's been told to me, and again. Never to my face, or never, nobody from the CLA has ever had a conversation with me um, that I haven't initiated um, outside of that live QA, which Dave Laundromat Millionaire Men's, who's awesome, um, initiated that. So the CLA has never initiated a conversation with me about anything. Um, but um, my their perception, from what I understand, again, this is secondhand knowledge. Um, their perception basically is, you know, who is this guy? He doesn't deserve to have a platform. Probably totally legitimate. Okay. I'm just going to acknowledge that up front. Probably totally legitimate. However, however, my perception of this is if I can come out of nowhere and within a year to year and a half, have the platform that Laundromat Resource has and have the influence that Laundromat Resource has had on the industry by having great people on the podcast mostly, um, that should be worrying for our industry. It should be worrying that somebody like me can come in and have any kind of influence on this industry. And it tells me that there's something that's missing Something that's missing that laundromat resource is hitting on at least a little bit, and that's what's caused it to have some traction. And as uh, as I've been thinking about it, um, here's one of my disappointments, and here's kind of the mindset that that 
has struck me through my personal experience with Laundromat Resource and the Coin Laundry Association is this. I have reached out to Brian Walsh, who's agreed to come on the podcast and do live q and I've reached out to other board members um, who none of... Well, one of whom I think has come on the podcast and the rest um, haven't um, for various reasons. And, and again, nothing has been reciprocated. Okay. And again, this is the part where it just can kind of make me sound whiny. And that's totally fine. The point to me isn't that they haven't reciprocated or even promoted the fact that they were on the podcast or on the live QA. They haven't done that at all. So, from my perspective, what that feels like is they want access to the laundromat resource audience, but they're not willing to reciprocate that. Now, again, might sound whiny. It's not my intention. My intention is to illustrate the my perception that the mindset of the Coin Laundry Association is that they have been in the 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 gatekeepers of information about this industry and they have every intention of trying to remain that. And that to me is concerning, not because they won't let me play with them on their turf. Uh, that's concerning to me because that is not the way the world works anymore. The world is much more collaborative now. The world is much more... We, we need more voices into our industry. And we're going to talk more about that here in a little bit. Um, but we need, we need more people speaking into our industry. We need more iron sharpening, more iron. Uh, we need more people with platforms and with voices and with wisdom and knowledge and experience to share, not less. And so with that tells me that the the mindset of the CLA that they they have not reciprocated anything with me is either number 1 they uh are they they don't feel like i you know they're just kind of sloughing me off i guess basically like not a big deal, not a threat to us, whatever. And again, I'm not trying to be a threat to anybody. I would love to collaborate, but that's one option, right? For why they wouldn't have reciprocated. And if that's the case, then I don't feel like that's a great mindset to have because again, I think we need to be having more conversation. If there's anybody who has influence in this industry, then we should be trying at least to have conversations together, be trying to help each other to help this industry get better. If that's the goal of our organization is to help laundromat owners, the individual owners and operators to, to thrive in this business, if that's the goal. Okay. So it's either that. Another option could be that they feel threatened. Um, and if that's the case, then I feel like that's missing the point entirely, right? No, my goal is not to threaten anybody. My goal is to work with people to elevate this industry. I think that we've shown that not only by working with, you know, not only by inviting them to be a part of what we're doing, but also by partnering with a lot of other people, including all the people we've had on the podcast, including, you know, doing live Q&As with Dave Mans, including doing, you know, webinars with Alex from Sense and and on and on. I mean, I, we've collaborated with all kinds of people 
have a voice in this industry. Um, and so I think that if that's the case, if they feel threatened and they've missed the point entirely, the, the only other option I can think of as to why nothing has been reciprocated is if they feel like what I'm doing is hurting the industry or they don't agree with things that are said or done with through laundromat resource. And if that's the case, and I'm if I'm an organization that's kind of been the the gatekeeper, the watchdog of the of the industry, then I want to initiate a conversation with somebody that I feel like is threatening the industry that I'm kind of in charge of. Right. But that hasn't happened either. So again, the mindset for me of from my perception of the mindset of the coin laundry association is a little bit it it's a little bit worrying to me and it feels very much like a fixed mindset not an abundance mindset and that is not the kind of mindset that i want us to have as an industry. And I don't want the CLA to have that. I want them to have an abundance mindset because I think that they have a lot to offer our industry. And I also think that Laundromat Resource has a lot to offer our industry. And Dave Menz has a lot to offer our industry. And Ken Barrett has a lot to offer our industry through the Laundromat How To and on and on and on. And the, you know, some of the guests we've had that have platforms in this industry, there's a lot to offer, right? So that is a little bit of the okay let me tie that all in with the information asymmetry right if that mindset is you know we don't want to collaborate we you know and and my perception has any shred of truth in it that they want to be kind of the gatekeepers of the information of this industry then that smells to me like information asymmetry. That feels to me like they want to have an unbalanced relationship with laundromat owners. And I don't think that that will work. I don't think that that will work. And I already am hearing and seeing rumblings of discontent and other plans being made. Um, I've been approached uh, with some other possibilities, and uh, and I have no interest in pursuing, you know, anything rival or anything like that. But that that underlying discontent is there. Okay, so. I- that is a very uncomfortable conversation to have, especially one side, especially there's nobody else here to counter any of those points. And again, that's why I want this conversation to keep happening. Head over to the forums, laundromatresource.com slash forums, click on the laundromat forums and join us over there. There's also a link um, to this specific forum post if you want to join this conversation. And I just want to acknowledge that I'm not necessarily saying that I'm right, but I am saying that that has been my perception and that has been the perception of others as well. And that conversations like that are happening, but not in public. And I think in order for us to move forward, some of these conversations need to be had uh, more widespread, not behind closed doors. So here's my attempt at having it. And hopefully... Again, hopefully the spirit of wanting these conversations to help all of us to get better 
You know, I'm not, I'm not beyond criticism and a lot of my resources not beyond criticism. Obviously, if you've been on any of my YouTube videos, you see that there's some criticism uh, about me and about laundromat resource. Um, so you'll see that. Okay. So enough of that. I, I, I wanted to kind of bring that up. There's, there's some other stuff. Um, but it kind of the point's been made. Okay. So let's have a discussion about it. I love to have a discussion about it. Um, I also want to bring up just very quickly, there's another definition of information asymmetry that I want to just kind of put out there. And it's when one party's actions can't be observed or aren't observed by the other party. And that, you know, that means somebody's acting, you know, behind the scenes where, you know, the other party doesn't know. And I, I'm, I feel like right now I'm just trying to like, I feel like I'm almost kind of picking a fight with everybody and I'm not trying to pick any fight. So, um, but I want to bring up because this came up in the data uh, podcast episode, I want to bring up that there are things happening in our industry with manufacturers that I'm not fully aware of what's going on. And I don't know who is, I'm not privy to any information. Nobody from a manufacturer has ever reached out to me except uh, for if I'm like late for a loan payment, they'll reach out to me and say, Hey, where's our money? Um, or something like that. But, uh, but nobody from any manufacturing company has ever reached out to me, not once. And so I'm not privy to any information at all. But there are things happening that make me wonder what is happening behind the scenes um, with some of them. And I gave, you know, I gave the example, I'll just kind of briefly give the example again. And again, I don't want to, I want to feel like I'm singling out any one manufacturer or anything like that because. I think this could be happening with all of them, some of them, or none of them. Because again, I'm not privy to any information that you guys don't know. Um, so, but I would love to be. So, if there's somebody from you know one of these manufacturers, get in contact with me, Jordan at laundromatresource.com. All right, uh, but you know, in that data podcast episode that I did, I brought up you know the the fact that Alliance is buying up distributors. And, um, and also the fact that they have, um, they're, they're setting up to, to own the full, um, what do you call that? The full vertical of machines. They're manufacturing machines. They're financing the purchase of those machines. They're buying up distributors to start doing that themselves. They're, uh, they're building or, rehabbing laundromats and selling them as the franchisor to franchisees. Um, and they also have an app payment system that collects data for owners. And I don't know, again, I don't know. I'm not privy to information. I couldn't find any documentation um, to suggest one way or another, but I don't know if they're also keeping that data. And, and if they are, then they're going to have a lot of data to be able to make decisions that the individual owner and operator won't be able to make. They're going to have an advantage over the individual owner operator. And again, I don't know none of that. This is all just speculation. But if that is the case, then that can be information asymmetry also if they're operating in a way that we as owners and as purchasers of their equipment, aren't aware of. Does that make sense? 
Okay. So I feel like I just kind of like talked about pretty much everybody in the industry. And my intention is not again to, to create any fights. My creation is to my intention is to create discussion around these things because I think that this is one of the ways that we are still lagging as an industry and I want to help us move forward. So how do we move forward? What does that mean for me and for laundromat resource? And as and for me as a laundromat owner, what does that mean for you as a laundromat owner or as somebody who's thinking about getting into this industry? If you're not already terrified based off of all the things that I just said, well, let's talk about what that means for us. I feel like I've kind of rambled a lot and I've talked about this informational asymmetry um, kind of a lot and have called out some stuff, maybe legitimate, maybe not. And again, I'm open to having that discussion and and, and I'm open to changing my mind about any of that. Um, but what's to be done about that, right? What do we, what do, we do um, with this? And I got to ask the question, if... If, and again, this is a big if, but if what I'm rambling about has some truth in it, then the question needs to be asked is who's looking out for laundromat owners? Who's looking out for laundromat owners? And, uh, you know, the, I mean, we have a, a trade association, and again, they do a great job with some stuff, but they they haven't represented us in terms of putting pressure on distributors for more transparent pricing. Um, I mean, again, I'm not trying to harp on anybody, but I'm I'm trying to bring these things up because I want to know who's looking out for me, and I want to know who's looking out for you as a laundromat owner, and who do we who do we lean on, who do we trust uh, with. Um, you know, with our with our businesses, because that's kind of what we're that's kind of what we're doing, right? That's what we're looking out for. So, um, listen, I want to give you some things that I'm doing, but I, more importantly, I want to I want to tell you some things that that you can do. And I think the answer, the solution to the question of what do we do, like who's looking out for us, is it has to be us. It has to be, we have to use our own voices. We have to use um, the our, our own perspectives to not only just look out for ourselves, but to move this industry forward. And that, I think, is sort of the vision behind what I'm trying to do with Laundromat Resource is to create a platform where more voices can be heard, more perspectives can come in. Um, obviously, that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast by bringing other laundromat owners in and I ask them things like, tell me about how much it costs to do laundry in whatever city that you're in. What are your VIN prices? So that we can start having conversations about that. It's not to price fix, right? It's to share information so that we can understand how people think about how they price their equipment, right? I just saw um, Dave, Laundromat Millionaire Men's, he posted uh, some stuff on social media. If you're not following him on YouTube, um, on Instagram, all the, on Facebook, his laundromat millionaire Facebook group. You need to get in on that. But he just posted like, Hey, raise your prices and do it now. Right. I love the way that Dave thinks about pricing because it is so 
far outside of the way that I've thought about it. Um, and yet it's so compelling, right? And I never would have met Dave without this podcast because he was the first guest on the podcast. And when I interviewed him, I was like, oh my gosh, I love the way this guy thinks about business. It's so different from me, right? And it's caused me to grow. And hopefully, and I know a lot of you guys the same, not just with Dave, but with a lot of the guests that we've had on the podcast, right? Um, so it has to be us using our voices to, to propel our industry forward. Okay. And it's not, um, it's not necessarily a group of experts who are going to do it. It's not going to be a group of veterans who can bring in this new way of thinking about our industry. It's got to be us who are in the trenches, who have experience and who have knowledge that and who have wisdom that's all hard earned that we can share with each other to help us all get better together. Right. And I've been saying this for a long time. And again, this is just giving me language, right? That's where this information asymmetry will start to fade away. And that's a good thing, not just for us as laundromat owners, that's going to be a good thing for our entire industry, for manufacturers, for distributors, for brokers, for the Coin Laundry Association, uh, for all of us, when we can have uh, transparent information about how to get into this industry the right way the first time. Because I say it all the time, if you can do that, the sky's the limit for you. How to optimize your business, not only to make more money for yourself, but also to serve your community better with your laundromat, right? How to scale your business, uh, not just again, so you can make more money, but so that you can serve more people, right? It's got to come from us. Okay. And that's why one of the, uh, again, this is, uh, something I didn't have language to. So, but from the beginning, um, you know, if you go back and listen to the early podcast episodes where I still had an intro and I took that out, uh, some point along the way, and I'm not even really sure why I just kind of faded out, felt like we didn't need it anymore. But if you go back and listen to the early episodes, You'll hear uh, my niece <laughs> saying, you know, welcome to Laundromat Resource Podcast, something like that, a, a podcast for laundromat owners, uh, by laundromat owners, for laundromat owners. If you go on, uh, on the website, you'll see that in various contexts, you know, by laundromat owners, for laundromat owners, all throughout the website that's been there from the beginning. And, and I'm starting to put together now, it's got to be from us. Right, we have to use our voices to propel this industry forward, and I love how that started happening through this podcast. I love it. I talked to so many of you guys who've connected with podcast guests. Um, I've talked to so many of you guys who have you know heard something on the podcast and implemented it, and it's changed your business, or you've been able to get into the business, or all kinds of stories all throughout. And I do a bad job of sharing those stories. I should do a better job of doing that. But there's so many of them, right? So what does that look like for us? So, you know, if if it's up to us and if we have to use our voice, you know, what does that look like for us? What does that look like for the person who doesn't own a laundromat yet? What does that look like for the person who just owns one laundromat and you're in a small town or you own one and you're in a big city? What does that look like for the multi-store owner? What does that look like for somebody who's multi-generational in this industry or you know, who is the first entrepreneur in their family? What does that look like no matter where you're at on the spectrum? Well, let me, 
let me tell you some things that I've been putting into place that I'm just starting to realize is set up perfectly for us to be able to get our voices out there, no matter where you're at on the spectrum. And there's a lot of different options. So I'm going to tell you about some of the stuff that Laundromat Resource has been implementing. And then I want to tell you about some of the ways that you can either on-ramp in with us um, you know, on, on what we're trying to do, or uh, ways that you can use your own voice. You don't need... I mean, I'm perfect example of this, right? Laundromat Resource is a perfect example of this. You don't need anybody to give you the authority to have a voice in this industry. You can just have a voice in this industry. But we can also band together and have a collective voice from coming from different perspectives. Okay. So let me give you some options. Uh, and I'm going to start with the most basic one that everybody should be participating in uh, because doesn't matter where you're at on the spectrum of owning a laundromat. Um, you can contribute here. You have something to offer here. And that is on the forums, laundromatresource.com slash forums. Go ask a question, answer a question. I've been brainwashing you guys for 61 episodes now. So go jump in on the forums and have your voice heard there. Whether that's just asking newbie questions that um, that you you want answers to, or that's having you know a, a specific question about your specific laundromat or how to scale your business or how to implement wash drive fold or how to start up, you know, pick them to live, whatever the case may be, whatever the conversations are, whether it's you know, is there a asymmetrical or informational asymmetry in our industry or not, or you know, whatever the case may be, those conversations happening on those forums are a big deal. It's why I, you know, jokingly try to brainwash you guys to get over there all the time. But it's not the only place, right? There's other places that you can jump in on these conversations, right? There's some really great Facebook groups that you should be a part of if you're not, right? There's Laundromat Owners run by Ross Dodds, um, which is an awesome, awesome forum. If you got quick questions or you just want to start connecting with people, that's another great place to do it. Um, so go uh, go join that. I'll link to that um, uh, on in the show notes and, and down below on YouTube. Um, I'll link to that there. Uh, the Laundromat Millionaire Facebook group, uh, Go join that one too. There's if you own laundromats, the laundromat uh, laundromat owners only um, Facebook group is great. If you haven't bought it yet, that one's not the right one for you yet. But as soon as you get one, you are in. It's literally the only rule for that uh, Facebook group is you got to own a laundromat at least one. Okay, so there's places these discussions are happening. Jump in on the forums, get in on these Facebook groups and start having those conversations. That is moving the needle. That's helping the industry go forward. Okay. Now, another place obviously is the podcast. Like if you own one or more laundromats and you have not been a guest on the podcast, first of all, you need to go to laundromatresource.com slash podcast guest, all one word, podcast guest. And let me know that you're, you're ready to come on because you just need to come on, share your experience, share your story. We have a great time doing it. And everybody learns a lot every single time. And it doesn't really matter if you feel like you're great at this business or you feel like you're struggling. There's something to learn. And I learn something every single episode. So that's another great place. Um, and if if you're not ready or or willing to come on, you know, keep listening and hearing from other owners and other people's perspectives. That's a great, great place to do it. 
I'm going to give you some other options that really haven't been out there. Um, I really haven't uh, said too much, maybe once or twice about this, but this is another place where if you want to have influence in this industry, if you want to be one of the voices that are helping propel this industry forward, could be a great place for you to do that if you consider yourself uh, someone who likes to express your thoughts um, or your ideas in writing. So uh, we have Laundromat Resource Publishing, which is a fledgling publishing company. Um, and right now it consists mostly of just my blog posts. And I have a book coming out called How to Buy Your First Laundromat that's coming out here pretty quick. That'll come out through Laundromat Resource Publishing. Um, but um, but there's going to be other opportunities, right? If you want to start contributing on the blog, you can start shaping the way that people think about this industry um, through your writing on the blog. The you know right now it gets about twenty thousand page views uh, uh, a month and growing, right? So there's people coming and and looking for information about laundromats on that blog, right? And it's an opportunity for you to share your perspective, share your ideas, share your insight um, there. Um, I am coming out with a book, but I would love... There's a bunch of books. I have a whole list of books that I want to be written. And my goal is not, nor has it ever been with Laundromat Resource, to be the voice of Laundromat Resource. My goal is to have a platform where voices who are wanting to challenge the industry, who are wanting to push the industry forward, who are wanting to you know, uh, update the industry with... you know. You know, get with the times, uh, whatever the case may be. Like, that is my goal. So, there's a bunch of books that I think need to be written that maybe you're the person to write that book. So, if that's something that interests you, you know, we can chat about that. Um, there's you know, there's some discussion right now of maybe coming out with, uh, with an industry magazine, um, you know, through Laundromat Resource. So, maybe you want to write in that magazine. Um, there's opportunities through the publishing company to have influence in this industry, to share your ideas, to share your perspectives, to share your hard-earned wisdom and knowledge um, in this industry, and to be able to influence it in big, big ways. And I think it needs some more voices to influence it, right? And again, you can do that with us through Laundromat Resource and you know, a platform that is not fully established yet. We're still growing every single month, but has a little bit of traction right now. And so you, your stuff can get out there a little quicker, but you don't need Laundromat Resource or anyone else. You can start your own blog. You can write your own book and self-publish. Um, we had Jason Dodge on the show and he wrote his own book. It's right here, actually. Um, right here on my bookshelf, making it... Oh, no, that's the wrong one. But anyway, this is right here on my bookshelf. Nonetheless, it's right here. How to find... The same color. How to find, evaluate, and buy a laundromat, right? I, I keep that on my bookshelf, right? And he self-published it. You can self-publish. Um, you can do it yourself too. So, But I think that our industry needs more voices to be heard, more perspectives to be heard, right? Similarly, Laundromat Resource has a, a 
fledgling media company, right? And right now that consists of a YouTube channel where I'm just making videos, um, you know, explaining different things about the industry um, and, and posting my podcast. And then the podcast is the other part of the media company right now, right? There's opportunities for those of you who would prefer to make a video, um, to make a video and start your own YouTube channel or, you know, we can work something out where, you know, if, if the content is right and it's propelling the industry forward, you know, come, come post your videos with us and get seen, you know, by people coming to laundromat resource. Right. Um, and so that's an opportunity, or I think that, you know, I get asked this question all the time. I'm getting kind of like fired up right now. Jeez, man, I'm excited. I hope some of you guys jump in on this, whether you do it on your own or you do it with us, like, man, I'm excited. But anyways, I get asked all the time. So those of you guys who don't know, Dave Menz, the Laundromat Millionaire, he started the Laundromat Millionaire podcast not that long ago. And people started asking me like, hey, man, like, how do you feel about that? Like he's kind of, kind of coming in with a, with another laundromat podcast. Like, how do you feel about that? And uh, you know, are, are you like mad? He's like stepping on your turf or, or something like that. And my answer to that is always no way, man. I think that we need more voices giving different perspectives in our industry. It's the only way we're going to move forward, right? We need more voices. And I, not only was I not upset about that, he and his wife, Carla, asked me if I would interview them for their first kind of two ep- two part two episodes of the podcast. So I actually interview them for their podcast. And not only that, but I'm also going to be a guest on the podcast coming up here pretty soon, which I'll link to when it comes out um, because it was awesome. And I love what Dave is doing. I love that he has a uh, a huge voice in this industry. And not only that, he's bringing a lot of people from outside the industry um, and, and shining a light on our industry and creating more awareness and helping draw people into our industry. And I think that's only a good thing for all of us. Right. So I think even if you think that writing is not your thing and you don't really want to be on video, but you feel like you could talk and share some ideas or something like that, there's opportunities for you to start your own podcast. Or I have aspirations of at some point in time starting a, a, uh, a network of podcasts that will help laundromat owners and or small business owners in general. So there's room for more podcasts. So even if you want more help with, you know, getting a podcast up and running, if you don't want to do it on your own, you know, talk to me and, you know, we can help get you set up and, and pull you into the network of podcasts. I mean, I just think there's so many opportunities, right? Okay. So there's more, right? There's, I have events that are going on all the time. I'm going to a, this is not my event. This is, I think Ross Dodds put this together, but there's a meetup in Scottsdale, uh, the week of the 26th of June, 2021, right before I'm recording this. And I'm going out to Scottsdale to meet up with Ross Dodds and Michael Ambrose and, and other people people who are coming out to meet um, because I think getting together is a huge deal. Uh, But there's opportunities for all of us with events. I'm doing weekly webinars. I'm not the only one doing them. I'm trying to pull more voices into them because I think that's a big deal. Maybe your voice needs to be one doing a webinar with us every now and then. Um, I'm doing. Uh, I'm trying to pull together the best, most uh, progressive voices in our industry for what I'm calling LaundryCon, short for Laundry Convention, not Laundry Convict, uh, which is a totally different thing. And some of the patrons of my 
laundromats might fit into that category. But LaundryCon, Laundry Conference, um, which this year is going to be virtual. But what I'm doing is getting together some of the best, the brightest, the most progressive voices again to have conversations about how we move this business forward in in kind of philosophical ways, but also in very practical ways. Um, and how do you improve your business? How do we, you know, I think one of the best ways to elevate our industry is to help owners elevate their stores individually, right? And so we're going to be talking a lot about how do you do that? How do you elevate your store um, to the next level, right? And that's LaundryCon. So you can check that out at laundromatresource.com slash LaundryCon. I'm still building all that out, but... Maybe your voice needs to be one of those voices at LaundryCon. Um, you know, maybe you can be on a panel or teach a seminar or be in a Q&A or, you know, I, there's so many opportunities. I have one more thing that I just wanted to share with you that maybe is a fit for someone out there is I've been uh, working on kind of behind the scenes, putting together a consulting team. And the reason for that was it had to do a lot with my experience where I didn't know where to turn. And so I started doing free consulting and that free consulting uh, just started getting more and more and more to where I was doing 15, 20, 25 plus calls a week. And that was getting pretty overwhelming. So I started charging and the numbers didn't go down very much. Um, and so I, that's why I started doing the webinars and following people to the webinars. And But there's just... I would love to have more voices for people to choose from that they can identify with, that they trust, that they like the way they're doing business, or maybe they have experience in you know, small laundromats, which is what you need, or big city laundromats, which is what you need, or, you know, scaling out to multiple businesses or starting a wash drive fold and having a team of consultants that's available all kind of in one place, um, I, I think would be a huge resource for people. And so, you know, maybe that's something that you're interested in that you might want to do. Right. Okay. So, I mean, this is starting to feel to me at least a little like uncomfortable because I feel like this is almost like a sales pitch. I'm not trying to sell anybody on anything. What I'm trying to do is what I'm trying to say is I think the solution to why our industry is lagging is one part technological, which we, again, I've said this before, but I think in the last three to five years, we've seen more technological advances in our industry than maybe the previous four or five decades. right? Um, and that is starting to happen. And I think it's only going to improve. And it's already happened in other parts of the world. Maybe you're in like Japan or something where you know, the technology in Japan is beyond what we have here in the US, but the US is beyond what you know, some other countries have too. So um, I, the technology is coming and I'm feeling more and more confident that technologically speaking, we're starting to catch up and we're starting to, you know, get on par with the rest of the world. Finally, where I feel like we're lagging right now is in the kind of the philosophy of business that our industry is in. And I think that it's been a lot. And I think, you know, in the past, I, I've, said that it's sort of an abundance mindset versus fixed mindset thing. If you haven't read that book by Carol Dweck, um, Mindset, you might get that. Um, and I'll, I'll link to that below. It's a really kind of foundational book. It really transformed um, my way of thinking. But um, I put it in those terms, and I think that that's part of it. And one of the reasons... Um, 
information kind of has been concealed or been hoarded, for lack of a better word, in my opinion, is the lack of that abundance mindset and that there's plenty for everyone. And that when we work together, we're all going to do better. And it doesn't have to be a zero-sum game where the people who are on the inside who have the knowledge are going to have more information than you know, and, and more of an advantage than other people. I think that when we, again, when we share information together, whether that be here on the podcast, it be on the blog, as some of you guys maybe want to write or a book that you want to write or, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I think that we're all better together when we do that. Okay. So. All of that to say, I don't want this to feel like a sales pitch. I'm not trying to sell anybody on anything. Okay. I'm not selling anything. What I am doing is I'm inviting more voices into these conversations. I'm inviting you to let your voice be heard. And I'm, I'm telling you that your voice does need to be heard. Whether you're brand new in this business and you haven't bought a laundromat yet, or you're a seasoned veteran or somewhere in between, there's a place for your voice and there's something to be learned from your voice. Whether that's on the forums or one of these other things that I've mentioned, and whether you do it with us at Laundromat Resource or whether you do it on your own, I will be a supporter of that every single time. Okay? And again, I just want to reiterate one more time. I don't have anything against the CLA. I don't have anything against distributors. I don't have anything against manufacturers. What I do have something against is this informational asymmetry that I feel like is present in our industry. And, and, I, and I do have a disappointment that there hasn't been more done to do away with that in the way that it's been done away with in even the most sleaziest of salesy jobs, the used car business, right? And I think that it's high time that that happens. And I think that that has to happen from us. This is the point I want to get across. This is not a sales pitch. If we want to see our industry, the laundromat industry move forward, we have to push it there. As owners, by laundromat owners, for laundromat owners, it has to be us. We can't rely on anyone else to do that for us. It's got to come from us, which means that more of us need to use our voices and be heard. That means you probably need to use your voice, raise your voice, and be heard. And some of you guys who are doing well in this business, some of you guys who maybe don't see yourself as an influencer in this visit in this business need to take a look at yourself and say, I owe it to this industry for my voice to be heard. Maybe that's just posting on Facebook or on the forums or answering some questions. But maybe it's more than that. Maybe, and I've never said this. Oh, maybe I have said this after the fact to podcast guests. One of my goals when I have somebody on the podcast is to is to really make them a superstar. I would love for every guest on here to become a laundromat superstar. Uh, and the reason for that is because I think we need some more laundromat superstars who are willing to share their stories in whatever format that might be. Maybe that's coming on the podcast. Maybe that's 
writing blog posts, magazine articles, books. Maybe that's, you know, shooting videos. Maybe that's starting another podcast that will help this industry grow. Maybe that's joining a consulting firm and helping people either get into the business or helping people to uh, optimize their business or to scale their business. But whatever the case may be, I think that our voices need to be heard. If the laundromat industry is going to move forward, we need to drive it there. Here's what I want to leave you with is if that's something that's interesting to you, something that you want to be a part of, a couple of things that you can do. Okay. Number one, head over to laundromatresource.com slash forums and join a discussion about this. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And again, I'll put a link to that in the description or I'll put a link to that um, in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast. So you can just click on that um, or just go to the forums, click on the laundromat forum. It should be up there kind of towards the top. Um, So that's number one. Number two, if you feel like you want your voice to be heard a little bit more, and one of the options that I kind of presented, whether you want to do it on your own or whether you want to do it with Watermark Resource or whether you just want to kind of explore the idea, um, go to laundromatresource.com slash forward. laundromatresource.com slash forward. If you want to have a discussion about how you might help move this industry forward, there'll be a forum on there um, that will have some questions that you know will help me get an idea of what you're thinking about. And then I'll be in touch. I want to talk to some of you guys who are interested in helping move this industry forward to the next level. Okay, so that's the next thing. Number three, if neither of those options necessarily are for you or something that you want to do, consider starting your own platform. Start your own YouTube channel. Start your own blog. Start your own podcast. I'd be glad to support you. I'd be glad to promote you. I'd be glad to help you get going. Um, But I do think that there needs to be more voices in this industry. So whatever the case may be, I hope that this podcast episode, more than anything, if it ruffles feathers or makes people upset, it's not my intention, but I understand if it does. But my my intention and what I hope this has done is maybe spark some conversations. It doesn't have to necessarily only be on the forums or on Facebook or wherever. Um, have some conversations with other laundromat owners you know. I just hope that it sparks some conversation and that it inspires some of you guys to let your voices be heard, share your wisdom, share your knowledge, share your experience. And let's move this whole industry together. Let's move us forward. All right. All right. You guys are awesome. Again, I am just honored deeply for all of the messages of support that I've gotten in all of the uh, just kind comments that I've gotten. And I'm even grateful for the negative comments that I've gotten. Because again, I know that I have a ton to learn, a ton to grow, both with laundromats, but also with everything else I'm doing with, you know, podcasts, with website uh, building. We're still, we're always still learning, right? Even with our company, our goal is to always continue to get better. You know, whether it's podcasting, I want to get better. So I appreciate even the criticism. So if you got criticisms, I'd love to hear them. If you got 
you know, compliments, uh, you know, just, I mean, I won't stop you from giving them, but you don't need to give them, but I just, I'm just honored. Okay. I'm honored and grateful to you guys. So keep up the good work. Let's keep moving this business and this industry forward together. And I will see you next week for the next episode of the Laundromat Resource Podcast. This is Jordan. Peace. Peace.